following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of Main Street Sports. Today on Main Street Media, we will welcome the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, plus the Athletics, Joe Rexroad, that is the website, athletic, possessive, not from the Oakland Athletics. Uh, we'll be talking uh, NCAA tournament, both men's and women's, plus Vandy has a new logo. Hmm. And Top 5 Tuesday on this edition of Main Street Sports Today. It's March 22nd, 2022. We spring on now with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama. Here's Chris Yow. What's going on? Hope you guys are having a phenomenal start to your Tuesday as the workday is winding down. Lots of Great stuff going on in the world of sports and sports information and logos. Oh, man. I'm excited to talk about this today. It's going to be a great day. we got a lot to get to. Chip Walters ahead of MTSU's CBI semifinal game tonight will join us here momentarily. We'll talk plenty of women's hoops from last night. UT Belmont, MTSU, Vandy. Three out of four get a win. Of course, the other one was playing one of those three who got the win. So, unfortunately, one was bound to lose. We'll get into all that. And Top 5 Tuesday, what ifs in sports? What if this happened? What would? What in the world would our lives be like? But we have a lot going on, so I want to get to it. Mo, how are you? How are things? It's Tuesday. It is. I'm good. Tuesday is the start of our week, <laughs> so it's our week never stops. It, well, really, I, the start of our next week. Yeah, I guess we don't have weekends. Mm-hmm. Mon- Tuesday is the closest thing we have to a start of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we get a lot into it here, but before we get to anything else, we're going to send it to JP for results and schedules. On the rundown. This is the rundown. Let's do it. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. All right, uh, let's get to it. Uh, high school baseball from yesterday. It was Stewart's Creek over Blackman, 4-3. Lawrence County shut out Summertown, 5-0. Riverdale over Oakland, 2-1. Spring Hill down Huntsville from Alabama, 7-2. Zion Christian over Collinwood, 7-4. Murfreesboro Central fell to Eagleville, 6-3. Cullioca downed Fayetteville, 9-3. Gallatin over Friendship Christian, 3-2. Mount Pleasant hung 24 on Hampshire. Lebanon, 9-8 winners over Cookville. Richland shut out versus Community Station Camp, 3-2 winners over Friendship Christian. It was Sycamore 1, Fairview, Yet 
It was Summit 3, Brentwood 1. It was Franklin 12, Columbia Central 1. Independence 18 to nothing over Marshall County. Centennial 5-3 over Nolensville. Waverly fell to Creekwood 6-0. It was Clarksville down by McCracken County from Kentucky 5-1. Page over Dixon uh, 10-2 and Clarksville Academy 14-0 over Springfield. FRA down to Columbia Academy 3-2. High school softball from Monday. Columbia Academy shutting out Coffee County 3-0. Rockville 8-4 over Blackman. Friendship Christian 23. Laverne 2. Oakland 15-5 over Riverdale. Zion Christian 13-2 over Spring Hill. Moore County 11-4 over Colioca. Eagleville 7-6 over Siegel. Lebanon fell to Gallatin 7-5. Loretta 3-2 winners over Wayne County. Richland 8-1 over Mount Pleasant. It was Station Camp 14-1 over East Robertson. Summertown, 7-2 winners over 4. Smyrna, 17-5 over Brentwood. Shelbyville fell to Columbia Central, 6-2. Fairview, 11-9 over McEwen. Waverly, 13-0 over Northeast. It was Ravenwood, 9. Lipscomb Academy, nothing. And Nashville Christian shutting out Ezel Harding, 10-0. On the pitch, boys soccer for Monday. Columbia Central, 3-0 over Coffee County. Zion Christian, 3-2 over Hickman County. Lawrence County fell to Loretto, 2-1. And CPA over Page two to one. In AIA baseball, Columbia, uh, excuse me, Cumberland sixteen to six over Faulkner. NCAA men's basketball at the CBI tournament. It is MTSU big over Boston U seventy six to forty six, and shut up the Terriers. It was NCAA women's basketball over the weekend. Tennessee actually last night seventy to 67 over Belmont, a tight one in Knoxville, but the Lady Vols moved to the Sweet 16. MTSU in the WNIT over Wake Forest, 67-55. Vanderbilt also in the WNIT, 71-45 winners over Liberty. It was uh, the Preds 6-3 over the Anaheim Ducks as they are still out on the left coast. Um, another game we'll find out here in just a moment. Our schedule for today, high school baseball, Collinwood and Zion Christian Community in Richland, Cheatham County versus Joe Burns, Riverdale and Oakland will play today, Rockville at Siegel, Stewart's Creek Coast, Blackman, Smyrna travels to Tullahoma, Cullioca welcomes Fayetteville, Lipscomb Academy is at Hendersonville, Hillwood and Overton will play Lawrence County, travels south to Loretto, uh, MLK will welcome Tennessee, Heat, Hampshire just up the road at Mount Pleasant, Eagleville versus Murfreesboro Central, Clarksville travels to Station Camp. White House welcomes Springfield. Nolensville will be at Centennial today. Marshall County across the county line to Columbia Central. Brentwood at Summit. East Robertson at Northeast. Northwest hosts West Creek. Brentwood Academy at CPA today. Father Ryan hosts Pope Prep. Grace Christian at BGA. Middle Tennessee Christian, excuse me, the Middle Tennessee Monarchs are at DCA. MTCS at Providence Christian. High school softball today. Loretto takes on Lauderdale County, Alabama, as they head across the state line. Westmoreland at Smith County. Stewart's Creek will be at Blackman today. Cascade hosts Siegel. Lawrence County welcomes Giles County in the softball version of the Cowbell. Mount Pleasant at Cornersville today. Fayetteville versus Eagleville Beach at Gallatin Station Camp at Hendersonville. Mount Juliet will host Columbia Central. Community travels to Murfreesboro Central. Santa Fe welcomes Perry County. It is Kolioka at Wayne County today. VGA at Independence Summit hosts Franklin. Henry County at Clarksville. MTCS at Columbia Academy. And Davidson Academy. 
Academy is at Ezel Harding. Busy day on the pitch in boys soccer today. Agathos Classical at Zion Christian. Friendship Christian hosts Watertown McGavick at East Robertson. Northeast at Laverne Whitehouse Heritage at Merrill Hyde. It is Siegel at Oakland. Rockvale at Riverdale. Cheatham County hosts West Creek. Hickman County at Kolioka. Lebanon at Gallatin. Giles County will host Richland today in an in-county battle. Ravenwood at Independence. Tullahoma at Murfreesboro Central. Nolansville will travel to Spring Hill. Father Ryan welcomes Hendersonville. Summit at Lipscomb Academy. And Fairview is at Nashville Christian. College baseball today. Belmont and Vanderbilt scheduled for a noon first pitch. Uh... Weather pending. Lipscomb at Louisville today, 3 on ESPN+. Plus. Butler is at Tennessee. Elsewhere, it is uh, Vanderbilt at Xavier. In men's basketball, that is tonight in the NIT. Uh, I believe that's the round of eight. They are at that point. And the winner goes to New York in the final four. Uh, I believe. And then the Preds still out west taking on the Kings. That is your... Tuesday Rundown, brought to you by Jim Davis and GrowLiveGive.com. Thank you, JP. Appreciate that. A lot of, lot of information there in a short period of time. So, um, Short-ish. Well, well, or maybe not so short, actually. But um, Time is relative, no? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, top story today, opening kickoff. The opening kick. Yeah. Speaking of. We, this actually, we knew this yesterday. We just didn't really have an opportunity to address it, and we probably won't have an opportunity to address it to the degree that it deserves. But the University of Tennessee and Josh Heupel pulled down a five-star recruit at the signal caller position. Nico, and while if you – read his name it doesn't look very promising in terms of a commitment but um nico iama lieva iama lieva not i am a lieva <laughs> i still think that's a phenomenal way to pronounce it yeah well not if you're a ut fan no that's we don't not want you to be a want. you want you to be a stay i am a stay yeah <laughs> Nico commits to the Nico. University of Tennessee. It's and gonna be just like Tua, right? It's just gonna I, be <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a first name only. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how badly torn up that kid's name was in Alabama. He he also <laughs> Nico wears number eight, so I guess it's called Nico Ocho. Like Kendo Cinco. And just keep going. <laughs> like like Chad, that one. Chad Ocho Cinco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nico Ocho. I, I, that will likely catch that on. That will stick. And, <laughs> and that will probably be a part of his spire. The, the NIL deal. Yeah. That <sighs> catching a lot of attention. Yeah. Well, hopefully later this week we'll be able to uh, dive into Nico's uh, commitment and maybe the reason why he committed. There's a lot going on with that. So, anyway, let's talk to Chip Walters. What do you say? Let's do. When we come back here on Main Street Sports today, we will be speaking with Columbia native voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, as he continues to post up on Daytona Beach at the CBI tournament, where the Blue Raiders will be in action later tonight. So, um, 
Come back with us on the other side of this break. This is Main Street Sports Today. Folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously. Yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. It is Top 5 Tuesday. Top 5 what-ifs in sports coming your way in the final segment, so make sure to stick around for that. Speaking of top fives, how about top fours? That's where the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders are in the CBI as the semifinals get ready for a – I guess they're tipping off tonight, so that should be a good one. I think it's around – it's either 8 – Eastern or, uh, well, I'll tell you who we can ask. Who will know? Chip Walters will know, and he joins us now on the on the show. Chip, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. I, I hope our connection is better this time with palm trees in my background than it was the last time that uh, I had palm trees in the background, which was in the Bahamas. But games are at uh, 6 and 8 Central Time tonight. Seven and nine Eastern time here uh, in Daytona. And you all play the late game? Is that right? Play the late game. Uh, we, uh, yeah, uh, Middle and uh, Abilene Christian, uh, who, Abilene Christian, who made a, a run a year ago in the, uh, in the NCAA tournament when, with Joe Golding as their head coach, who then uh, took the UTEP job. And Middle has had to face Joe a couple of times, but the uh, this Abilene Christian team, they are one of the better and one of the better defensive teams that Middle has will have faced all season long, and they 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 really kind of 
muck the game up, get things chaotic. Um, they, their big thing is they, they do everything they can to try to turn you over, get steals, things like that. They are the, they, they gave up the fewest shot attempts of any division one school this season, simply because that's, that's, they figure if you don't get shots, you can't score. So well. that's that's been their their uh, mo. But they beat Ohio U yesterday. They knocked off Troy uh, in the first round on Sunday, and uh, and so here we are in the semifinals. And uh, interestingly enough, middle of the four teams left, middle is the the only one who played on Saturday. The other three were uh, teams that played on Sunday. So you hope somewhere along the line here, like maybe tonight, that that uh, day of rest. We'll come back to we'll come back to help you. I do want to point out, Chip. It was not lost that you mentioned you're being in front of palm trees, um, <laughs> uh, as we are already having baseball games get canceled this afternoon for anticipated inclement weather. So yeah, we are we are digging you being hanging out with palm trees today. Just. That's right. Well, Middle's baseball game at Austin P uh, was uh, they they canceled it late last night uh, for the same reason, and uh, the the Blue Raiders will be heading to UAB this coming weekend for the second conference weekend. Yeah, I wonder if they're playing at Regions or if they're pl- or if they'll be at uh, at their normal on-campus you know, they've, park. They've do- they've they've done. They've actually had some weekends where they split it up and they played one game at Regions and two on campus, that kind of thing. I, to be honest, I hadn't had a chance to to look it up just yet. But you know, it's 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 uh, nice to have three sports still going. You get with women's yep. basketball, huge game coming up Thursday night with Vandy at home. Uh, I expect a big big crowd at Murphy Center and and uh, and the Blue Raider men trying to win a national postseason tournament for the first time ever in school history. Those will be at Young Memorial Field. They certainly left no doubt last night, Chip, with that 76-46 win over the Terriers. You know, I I, I had an expectation that Middle would play well and, and win, um, but I, I tell you, I, I promise you, I, I never saw that coming. Uh, just a, a really good Middle used their quickness and athleticism to to get that that victory. Um, you know, it's the Blue Raiders are the highest seeded team left here uh, after uh, Duquesne, who came in as the number one, got upset. Tonight will be a very interesting matchup. Middle's been pretty good offensively all year, uh, and they've kind of gotten past the Josh Jefferson injury in that it doesn't seem like they're looking over their shoulder waiting for Josh to come in the game and, uh, and have found their way again. And, uh, and I'll tell you, you know, the key to these tournaments, the, the, the secondary tournaments, including the NIT is, is the mindset of your guys and, uh, and gals on the women's side wanting to be in these things and wanting to continue their season. And, you know, coming down here after an emotional, three overtime loss to UAB. I was concerned, you know, how, how is, how are they going to react? And, uh, and I tell you for the first five minutes against Cal Baptist the other day, I wasn't so sure that they wanted to be here. Well, something happened 
and somebody kicked something in and for the rest of the, the next 35 minutes, they certainly had that look. And then yesterday there was a lot of juice, uh, with that group, uh, yesterday. So I think now when, now that you've won two games in this, it's like, okay, why not us? Why not go ahead and win this thing? Because the way that this thing is set up, you play semifinals tonight, finals tomorrow, you're, you're just over 24 hours away from possibly taking a trophy home in a postseason tournament, and and I think everybody has kind of focused on that. Speaking with Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders here on Main Street Sports today, Chip is on location in Daytona Beach, Florida, as MTSU's men will play in the semifinals of the CBI tournament against Abilene Christian. And Chip, over the last little bit, looks like DeAndre Dishman has maybe introduced himself to some of his teammates. Well, I, I'll tell you, uh, you know, and it's interesting when, you know, DeAndre could come back next year. Not sure if he will. He he did go through senior day, but he's technically a redshirt junior. So you're saying he could pull a John the, Fulkerson, huh? Yeah, he could be He could be a seventh-year senior next year uh, due to medical issues and, and things like that. But he, uh, you know, you, you get guys, I mean, Fulkerson's a great, you know, a, a great example. Dish is a really good example of guys. You know, not only can you see that 24 hours away of winning a title, your your career could be coming to a close at any moment now, and you want to make the best of it. Well, he kind of picked this team up, you know, going back to when Josh got injured, somebody had to step up. And, and while Middle didn't win either game at Charlotte or – or Old Dominion, they played well enough to win both of those games. And and Dish kind of started putting the team on his back, had a great Conference USA tournament. He was named All-Tournament and uh, has continued that tear that he's been on. And it's not just scoring, although he did have 25 against, uh, against UAB. I mean, he has rebounded extremely well. And, and, and the way that middle runs their offense, it comes through the high post and he is such a good passer and such a smart player. I mean, what was it last night? He led them in scoring, rebounding and assist. So he, he is a, a triple threat player and, uh, and, and his basketball IQ is just off the charts. And he is a guy that just makes your team better being on the floor. Yeah. You know, when you talk about this team and the experience that they have, this is a, a a really, you know, it's an experienced team, and hopefully, you you take this year and you bring back some momentum out of a tournament like this. Even if it is the CBI, you still take momentum from this into next year, right? Oh, absolutely. And and and, and Coach McDevitt says this is a, a a twofold trip. Number one, you you want to come down here and play to win this tournament, but. For, for young guys like, you know, T. Leonard, who was an all-freshman in the league, to, to get additional practices and additional games mm-hmm. with those like young guys. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's exactly like that. And, 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 you know, they can only use that experience to, to get better. And while you, while you do talk about this being a team that has some age on it, you know, it is also a team that's very young and they're playing – all nine guys that are available, uh, 
they were playing 10 before Josh Jefferson got hurt and and it's a you know and, and they're playing starters about 23 to 25 minutes and your backups are playing 15 to 17 18 minutes so that is the the big thing that they have brought to the table during this tournament having you know those guys that when you bring them off the bench whether it's Christian Fussell or or whoever it might be that that you're not going to have a drop off. And, you know, it seems like nine times out of the last 10, our top plus minus guy uh, off the bench has, has come from the bench, whether it's Cam Weston or whoever it might be. But uh, they, they have done a really good job of developing this group to, ha- to have quality depth. And uh, that has, that's been something they've hung their hat on through all of this. Kip, we need to get you out of here. But before we do, obviously – MTSU women with a big 67-55 win last night over Wake Forest, advancing in the WNIT. They will face visiting Vanderbilt Thursday night at Murphy Center. Huge win, huge matchup. Absolutely. Big win over Wake Forest. Uh, And it'll be the second time this year that Vanderbilt will have come to Murphy Center to take on the Lady Raiders. And uh, I saw Shay Ralph uh, had a comment that, that they're excited about the matchup and that they're a different team, and they are. They're playing really well right now, and Middle's playing at its very best right now. So if you like women's basketball, and we've seen some incredible stuff in, in the NCAA and also in the NIT, uh, it, it's going to be a good one and, and, you know, a kind of a backyard brawl. Uh, I saw the MTSU ticket office put something out on Twitter, uh, how excited they were of all the overnight ticket purchases uh, that were done online overnight. And if folks want to go, it's all general admission. Uh, go to goblueraiders.com slash tickets. And uh, I'm not sure it's either they were $10. They, these may be 15 for this round, but uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere for a 630 tip on Thursday night. And, uh, and you know, it's going to be very exciting. Middle is, you know, they came through and, and have gotten – Nice wins. Uh, the Wofford win, they won by 30 in the first round. Came back, had a 27-point lead, or 22 or 27-point lead last night. Uh, Rick Ensel's got those ladies playing at their peak at this point, and that's what you want to do, no matter what tournament you're in. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, second, the, whether it's anything other than the NCAA, sometimes gets, gets poo-pooed a little bit. I promise you that these – events and these tournaments mean a great deal to the to the teams and the schools that are playing in them chip walters at choose chip on twitter he will be on the call tonight again it is espn2 eight o'clock if you want to watch it or you can listen on the varsity app to chip the raiders a one and a half point favorite over the christian wildcats of abilene abilene the prettiest town i ever seen Chip, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, boys. Y'all have a great night. When we come back, we'll talk more about those Lady Raiders and Vanderbilt and Tennessee and Belmont and about a potential exciting, fun thing we could do in this state for women's basketball. So come back right here on Main Street Sports Today.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Welcome back into Main Street Sports today. Here on the Main Street Network. Mo, this is not what this segment's supposed to be about. But, I mean, might as well mention it. Get out, get, get out of here. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Probably later this week, not today. Uh, but since you are wearing your Braves garb, I want to mention that the Braves agreed to 20, 2022 non-guaranteed contracts with Sean Newcomb for $900,000. AJ Minter for 2.2 million and Tyler Matzik for 1.4 million. Now, two of those are definitely guaranteed. I don't care what the Braves say. <laughs> so I'm a little surprised that AJ's at 2.2 and Matzik's at 1.4, though. That I'm a little surprised Sean Newcomb is on the roster. I'd forgotten about him. Hey, non guaranteed. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to have that long relief guy, though. <laughs> Somebody's got to come in and, and uh, throw from the third to the seventh or eighth. Hope, hopefully not very often, but, you know, um, anyway. that, that guy's just a really, really tantalizing talent, which pretty much means that you haven't lived up to it. So it's going to be a big year for him in Atlanta, I think. Either he proves himself to be worthy of being there or he winds up getting traded or released. So. We'll see. Anyway. Yeah. I want to talk about women's hoops because last night was a big night in the state. Belmont had a fantastic crowd on hand at Thompson Bowling Arena. And in the first half, that crowd got quieted pretty quick, but it didn't take long in the third quarter for the Bruins to fight back and eventually take a lead in the fourth quarter over the Tennessee Lady Vols. But just call her Puckett Buckets because Sarah Puckett with a three, 17 seconds to go, gives the Lady Vols the lead and eventually the win. What a phenomenal game it was, though. It was worth worth the time it, it, it took to watch it for sure. 
You know, it was a phenomenal game, and if you are a Lady Vols fan, that's probably not a good thing. No, it, it <laughs> certainly uh, a a lot you, more. You could have done with a little less phenomenal, I think. But I mean, kudos to Bart Brooks and and that Belmont team, that Belmont program. You know, they are dangerous. They won as a 12 seed last year, and they did it again this time around and almost got through to the Sweet 16. And and I'm sure Kelly Harper is telling her team or did tell her team last night, you know, you guys dodged a bullet. And and now her, her coach was the first one that I heard say survive in advance. And, you know, there aren't any style points at this point in the year. You, you get it done and you move on. But UT can't continue to play the way they played last night. In the second and, half. And, <laughs> and continue to move on. They played well in the first half. I mean, obviously took a 13-point lead to the break. But a lot of that had to do with, you know, Belmont just wasn't shooting well. Well, Belmont wasn't shooting well, and I felt like UT was taking advantage of the mismatches that it had, specifically Tamari Key and Ray Burrell. Well, Key gets in foul trouble Key, because that's what Key does. Mm-hmm. They turn the ball over because that's what they do. And those two factors are going to get them beat at some point. Oh, yeah, there's no question. I mean, when, this when, team when is not they going, lose, that, that will be why. This team is not going to win a national championship. No. We all know that. Now, it's just a they, question of when they lose. If they had some of the players that they had at the beginning of the year, Jordan Horston cures a lot specifically of specifically. Yeah. But, but still, she still can't keep Key out of foul trouble and she still can't minimize all those turnovers. Well, she could probably minimize some of the turnovers, but that's neither here nor there. What what I thought was impressive last night for Tennessee and, and Tamara Keefe in, in general was playing through that because B- Belmont did a phenomenal job of adjusting to what Tennessee was doing in taking advantage of those mismatches. Matches. They were able to double faster in the second half on key and kind of took her out of the game. And then on defense or, you know, on offense, they went right at her Mm -hmm. and it helped her break the career blocks record (laughs) eventually as she took over Candace Parker's career blocks record. But I thought it was a really good job by Belmont to force her to make a decision on whether to, to try to block shots and maybe getting in fouled out or, you know, and then they connected at the goal. They were able to hit those shots mm-hmm. underneath. So well done. It it put they put her in a high risk, high reward type situation. I I can block this or I can be late and get a foul. And and it worked out for him. And that eleven one run that they went on, like you said in the third quarter to get back in that thing was I mean it was it was quick kind of like they are and I don't know who they lose or who they bring back but they've done a great job um Brooks has and there was some you know some fodder on on Twitter after the game obviously about where is he going to be next you know how do they hold on to him blah 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 
Um, and that'll be interesting because when you're at a mid-major, and we've talked about it, we've seen it on the men's side here over the last few days, all of those coaching openings in the SEC are now filled, by the way. But um, do you jump? Do you try to come back and, and reprise this if you're Bart Brooks? You know, how long do you new, stay? New conference. Got a lot that go into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will be interested to see. You know, we've always talked about you can either – you can stay too long. Mm-hmm. You can and stay you can long always enough come to back. be yeah. the villain. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But you can also be, you know – the hero. You can be the one they build a statue for outside the arena because you stayed forever and went to a Sweet 16 here and there. I.e., the men's counterpart. At exactly. Belmont. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the way you have to you have to weigh those things. What, what do you really want to do? Mm-hmm. So, Middle Tennessee State and Vanderbilt both win, as we mentioned earlier. They will play Thursday night at the Glass House at Murphy Center. Um, you know, being in a postseason tournament with a losing record is unusual, but I think that just speaks to how well Shea Ralph was able to transform this team over the year. And the way they finished, the way they're playing right now, they look really good. Uh, so middle's going to have to watch out. Yeah, and, and, and I think this Vanderbilt team was a little bit motivated by their final game in the SEC tournament as well because they, they – Felt like a couple of calls went against them. They kind of cost them that win against Florida. They had a chance to go deeper. But like you said, they've been playing well here down the stretch of the regular season in the SEC tournament and in this women's NIT. And it is a different Vanderbilt team that will be going to Murfreesboro here on a couple of days. So um, MTSU's got to be careful, I think. But they're playing awfully well right now as well. These four teams playing the way they you know the playing against each other in postseason play. Is there an opportunity to get six or eight teams to play a single day classic at Thompson Bowling Arena where each year maybe it rotates who it is and then Tennessee plays the nightcap against a different in state team? You know, a lot of these schools, UTC, Tech, Obviously, MTSU, Belmont, Martin, you know, they're recruiting players who aren't probably aren't quite good enough to play uh, consistently at Tennessee, but they grow up UT fans and getting a chance to play on that court would be really cool, whether it's against Tennessee or it's not against Tennessee, whatever. But wouldn't it be neat to have something like that where it's just all day? You start at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and You've got four basketball games, four women's basketball games. It's a, a way to build, you know, support for women's basketball across the state of Tennessee. That's that's an interesting concept because initially when I saw it, I'm thinking, why TBA? But, but that makes sense. And also, you know, it, it might be something you could do in conjunction with the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, which is in Knoxville as well. So, I mean, there's um, – it's – it's an interesting concept. You should talk to somebody about that. <laughs> Take that one on, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it would the be... The Chris Yar Women's Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame Classic at TBA. 
can we just call it the Yao Classic? The that Yow way, Classic. that way people can get confused with K. There you go. Yeah. They can just pretend. gives it a little bit more credibility. There's already yeah. one Yao on the court. It certainly does. Yeah. yeah, there's a little more credibility if it's just Yao. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, hey, it's halftime, and we need to take a quick break because I want to tell you about these pants I got. They're they're nice. I love them. And when you when you figure out when you hear this story, uh, well, it's it's a hot one. We'll be back after this on Main Street Sports today. <laughs> 